0: We America, the no-bullshit barrel doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
1: All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh, that is Vince Tagoviavia, this is the Red Bull Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, sometimes, sometimes we have to you know, change the schedule up a little bit. I hope everybody is doing well out there. I know we are streaming on some other platforms. Hopefully we don't get suspended and banned this time from them. But uh I don't know, there's going to be some some things we're going to talk about today which people are going to be like, "Oh well, that's okay though. I mean that's that's just the world we live in."
0: They'll catch up in a month.
1: That's that's yeah. You know you know <laughs> it's uh, it's like those memes, you know, uh how to talk to your conspiracy theorist friend. Right?
2: Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: You were right. <laughs> and and, you know i don't even i don't even look at it as conspiracy theory you know conspiracy theory you know what i throw in the bucket of conspiracy theory these days is kind of how it all formulated right kind of like the 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 foundation of all this how it all came together there's certain aspects of it that are documented but then there's certain aspects of like the occult and the esoteric that Mm -hmm. are speculative and then a lot of this other mumbo jumbo shit um, we've talked about, you know, Trump is still president and commander in chief and all this mm-hmm. shit. Get the fuck out of here. You know, I just, I, I can't stand that type of rhetoric because you know what? It, it's so easy to disprove. And I hate, like, I, I understand there's probably yeah. people in the audience are like, dude, you're a dick. Like, why are you saying that? Well, I was just listening to Jordan Sather say it. <laughs> That's why. Um, I like Jordan. Jordan gave me a shout out on his show. He was talking about the truth tour, which I did St. Paul. I'm supposed to do Tucson. I'm probably not going to make it. Um, but, uh, I did the truth tour. I did one. And uh, it might do another one, depends. But uh, just good friends and connected, Lewis Herms, these people. Um, And and yeah, not everything you hear is truth. Not everything you hear is fact. Most of the stuff that you're going to hear in these movements is speculation at best. It is conspiracy theory. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're going to get some very, very wild claims. And it's those wild Mm -hmm. claims that people really hang on to. them Because if you look, by the way, I love my intro. So I've cut my intro down. So Vince plays the older intro. I got, I got to give him this one, but I love the intro. I mean, like, isn't it, you got Gundy's voice at the, at the mm-hmm. end, like, you know, the, the bearer of doom and gloom, the hopium free bo- broadcast, right? Like, I just yes. love that. But this is a hopium free broadcast, right? It, that's what this is about. Th- this isn't about, you know, making people feel warm and fuzzy inside with the state of the world. That's the truth. It, the world is not warm and fuzzy. The world's a dangerous place. There's a lot of crap happening right now. There's a lot of people in very powerful positions making moves. It, it, and we have to understand that we, as the, the 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 human population on this planet, are the ones affected by those moves of people at that level, of that stature.
0: Yeah. It, it reminds me of Roxy the other day. She's like, I think it was Roxy. She's like, I just can't believe this shit's still going on with the vaccine and the people dying and the truth is out there. Why is this continuing? And I ask myself the same thing. And the answer to that is exactly what you just said. The world is a really effed up place and there are evil, evil people. And there always have been. There probably always will be. Right now, it's just an especially tumultuous time in history.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, and you know when we when we we go out there, and so if you're new here, if you're watching for the first time, or or you're like checking us out, like who's this guy, right? So the Red Pill Project is formed because I got my ass censored, hardcore. I mean, in one fell swoop, in one night, I was gone from um, Ampf or Anchor FM. I was gone from PayPal, Venmo. I was gone from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um the list goes on spotify everything just gone And they, they all disconnect me at the same time on the same night um and then we started again and then got disconnected again and this isn't even including the youtube so we created the Red Pill Project as a methodology of decentralized media. Why? Because we stream on, what are we streaming on, like 10, 10 11 platforms right now? So we're streaming on 10, 11 platforms, so we're decentralized in the sense of this broadcast. It's always going to happen no matter what because not all of them, probabilistically, are going to delete us. And, and then what we do is we we do our work. We do the research. We do the tough work that people much rather go out there and see a story or, or hear a theory or go read, you know, a, a sub stack and say, whoa, this is the truth. And here, look at this. And this is what it is. And this is what he says. But, but here's the thing. When I created the Red Pill Project, and this was kind of like an accident. I wasn't like trying to create this thing, right? I, I just wanted to get this word out. there. I want to get the truth out there. But when I created it, I had in mind this specifically. Never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, through your own volition, through your own experiences, through your own education, or whatever that might lead. And so this is the thing, is that anytime information comes in, because we live in the, in the information age, right? Which means that warfare, the battleground, is information warfare. If you go into social media, the, the, the backbone of Facebook, Google, Twitter are nothing more than marketing platforms. And they use the same mm-hmm. marketing algorithms. This, this is actually the, the marketing aspect of it is much bigger than the social platform aspect of it. And it was actually built as such. And why? Because marketing is psychological warfare. It absolutely is. They tease your emotions a little bit at a time until they get you this call to action, which basically produces an emotional reaction within you going for you to push that button after they've flooded your emotional senses for a period of time. And so we are in the age of information warfare. And with that being said, that thing that I just said, the the, the motto here at Red Bull Project, never believe anything, right? This comes in handy because we should never allow information to just be accepted simply because we see it, we read it, or someone said it. We always need to use hypercritical analysis. We have to look at that information and go, well, where did this source of information come from? Okay, this is a Reuters article. Where are they getting this information from? Where, where are the sources, where are the references? You go to those pages, you start looking at the claims that they're making in the article. Uh, and, and if you're getting into the alternative media, you gotta do the same thing. You gotta go in there and you gotta go, okay, If someone's telling me that Donald Trump is still president and Donald Trump is still commander in chief, what is the foundational basis of these claims? And if you look at the foundational basis and you can disprove it, usually within a few minutes, then the whole rest of the theory is done because the foundation collapses. And so this is... uh, This is what I do a lot, but this is also what we do is we go out there, we look at these articles, we read through them, we go to the source material. I do a show prep about an hour before the show. I go through all the news. I pick up my own news. I put it and I input it in and I go through and I look and I read all these articles. And and I, I look at where this information is coming from and I compare it to other information. So when, when you're looking at like mainstream media information, you can't just get one perspective. You got to get the, the bias together to neutralize it, right? And then you got to go to the alternative media and see what people are saying. You got to pull all this stuff together. And so this is kind of what we do. And maybe why we're a little bit different than everybody else. And, and that's. Hey, nothing wrong with that. And nothing wrong with people going out there and being like, you know, tall gray aliens are coming down from the moon and shooting laser beams up your butt, you know? I mean, hey, look, dude, I've seen UFOs. I've never seen an alien. I've seen UFOs. I, I, I've had a lot of experiences. They that were that incredibly weird in my life that I don't know how to attribute them, right? But do I believe that stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I believe some of that stuff exists. But when you exasperate those theories to the edge and beyond, or
0: say I'm a hundred percent certain yeah. XYZ. It's like not even ninety-nine percent. Like there's not a small chance you're wrong. Come on.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, and this is why I say I got a theory or I speculate or this is my thought, right? It's not saying that this is fact and this is gonna happen. Um, although we're we're getting indications that some of these things potentially could happen. Um, Steel dossier collector goes on to trial as Durham prepares to make a big move. Now, th- this was a pretty heated exchange that happened with uh, the first part of the Durham investigation or the Durham trial with Igor Deshenko today. Um, we have John Hawley here um, doing a breakdown of this, I can bring this up on Truth Social. A 16-member jury has been seated, and opening arguments are set for Tuesday afternoon in the trial of Igor Doshenko, a Russian national charged with five counts of making false statements to the FBI in regards to the origins of the Steele dossier. For those out there that don't know what the Steel dossier, don't know what the Steele dossier is, the Steele dossier was uh, funded by the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign. Funded and, and it was put through a company called Fusion GPS, which was funded by the Democrats. Um, and what they did is they went out there and they got this former MI6 agent, Christopher Steele. And he went out there and his job was to go and get information on Donald Trump and Russian collusion through the, the intelligence networks. But one of his primary sources is this guy Igor Dushenko who's a Russian citizen who has no connections whatsoever to Moscow or the intelligence community in Moscow. He's a, he lives in Washington DC and he works with the FBI. And so he, he and Dushenko obviously come together. They, they put some information in there, some fluff in there. We got to remember there's more to this as well. You know, they were uh, using manipulation of computer systems on Trump's banking records. And this was all shown during the Sussman trial. So this dossier comes out and it's completely baseless. I mean, the information in this, people would say, no, it was real, it was true. No, no, it wasn't. Absolutely not. The FBI has came out and said it was baseless. It was, it was BS. And this is one of the arguments of John Durham is that the dossier was known by the FBI, FBI to be fake, and they still fished it to the FISA court, which Judge Deary, the master right now with the Mar-a-Lago thing, is a was one of the signing members on the the Carter Page. FISA will So we have this Steele dossier, which was gone into the uh, the FISA court, issued the FISA awards on Paul Manafort, Carter Page, uh, probably Donald Trump, General Flynn, Don Jr., all these people. Um, and, and this is spying on a political campaign. And this is political weaponization of the DOJ, the Department of Justice, and the political process or the, the, the legal process in this country by another candidate, Hillary Clinton, during this time. Because you got to remember, she paid for the Steele dossier. In the steel yeah. dossier, Gurdyshenko goes out there and he just makes basic claims, just absolutely throws some stuff out there. You know, Trump was peed on by girls in Russia, right? strippers in Russia and all this stuff, throws it into the dossier. And what happens is they don't find anything in the election. Trump wins the election. Okay. And then Barack Obama appoints Bob Mueller. Mueller, 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 Mueller. I don't, I don't know. Someone said, you're saying it wrong. It's Mueller. Anyways. Mueller. 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 Mueller, Mueller. Um so Mueller, right, goes in there and starts a Mueller investigation. And um he uses the dossier as like the primary foundation of the information and intelligence that he gathers. And they didn't find anything. Oh yeah, there's yeah. uh you yeah, know, Paul that, Manafort got arrested and oh, yeah, for tax crimes. <laughs> Dude, I've been
0: awake for a long time and kinda, you know. My whole life pretty much since I was able to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. But the steel dossier situation when that was all going on I paid attention closely to the fake news and everything going on about it that really, I think launched me into another level of exactly what's going on
1: right. Well, yeah, I mean, when the, the boards came out and we started seeing what was really happening and, you know, you had Chuck Grassley, Devin Nunez, you had Cash Patel as Devin's kind of like uh, workhorse. And then he goes over to the DOD and in intelligence, DNI, um, you have this kind of information start to flow out gradually. And for Dushenko, I mean, they, he was made a confidential informant by the FBI after Grassley and Nunez unmasked him and realized who he was. And then the FBI went in to cover their ass and made them a confidential informant. And this is a big part of what we're seeing here. So let's go in here. Um, John Hawley says uh, Eastern District of Virginia, U.S. District Judge Anthony Trenga presided over the 90 minute long jury selection, which includes four alternatives. They were drawn from a pool of 91 candidates, 89 of whom were present in the courtyard, uh, the courtroom before jury selection. Special counsel John Durham unsealed the government's witness list and Trenga was presented three issues. The prosecution and the Shenko's attorneys, Stuart Sears and Danny Anotaro. Um, Want resolved before getting to deep into the proceedings, Durham sought the uh, clarity from Trunga on a defense motion to limit evidence from previous counter-espionage cases, including that of Paul Manafort's investigation and the FBI investigation into DeShenko dating back into 2009-2010. The agency closed after he left the country. So Durham here sought to use, uh, find out from the judge how to limit the amount of of evidence that could be confidential or classified into this case. Um, we go over here. That was 10 years before the allegations here. Sears said, I don't think it is necessary. The defense also wants to introduce a series of articles from May to June 2016. An email chain and other documents that it maintains will show Deshenko didn't lie to the agents in August of 2017. Trengo will rule on these issues when court resumes at 1 p.m. There will be seven witnesses called during the trial. Dushenko, who supplied the information, included the discredited Steele dossier, is on trial for allegedly lying to the FBI about who his sources were and what his relationship with them was, including Charles Dolan, a Democratic operative his defense maintains he was never asked by the fbi to name specifically his sources that's untrue durham said the fbi made it abundantly clear they were asking for any and all information related to the steel dossier sources he says there was no misunderstanding and so with the court set to resume at 1 p.m it's back to the eisenhower era no laptops cameras, cell phones hand grenades or liquid draino allowed in the william bryant corridor okay so The important part there is that this is kind of like the Steele dossier enters the scene courtroom right, and is going to get broken down. Now they wanted the informants. Now there's an article today that came out. I don't have it pulled up here, but it was talking about how the FBI was offering one million dollars to Dushenko to prove his informants, and he didn't. He couldn't. Mm -hmm. But now apparently he has emails. Of course, right? Go back and back those things. Print them all. Well, they were on PDF. We printed it out. But uh, now he's going to say that he does, and we'll see what happens. Um, I think Dashenko is probably going to be the the first indictment here, uh, the first uh, one of the first arrests of John Durham. I don't think it's the first arrest that we actually talk about on the boards, but we're going to pay attention to this uh, this trial because there's potentially some things that could happen here and in entering into evidence. So we're going to see. We're going to watch. We're going to see what happens. But, you know, talking about the midterm elections, because this is, this is interesting. This is kind of like a political trial, right? Talking about the actual collusion, Russian collusion that happened in 2016. That's happening right at the time of a midterm election.
0: Yeah, And
1: we've seen from the left and from various different uh, political bias polling centers, I'll say it like that, that we we have the Republicans taking the, the Congress. The majority and they keep on telling us that the left is going to take the senate the left is going to take the senate um statistically this this just doesn't make any sense um now we're starting to see mainstream media kind of report the truth look at this one republicans could pick up two seats two senate seats in arizona and nevada projections show gop with a 52 to 48 majority in the upper chamber after the 2022 midterms real clear politics projection shows the u.s senate flipping red with a 52-48 majority in the 2022 midterm elections, the projection shows Trump-backed Republican Adam Laxalt beating incumbent Democrat Senator Kathy Cortez Mastro in Nevada. Also shows Republican Blake Masters, who is endorsed by Trump, beating Arizona Senator Mark Kelly into the 2022 midterms election. There's 35 states with Senate races in November. Ten are toss-ups. I would say that less than 10 are toss-ups, and I think that the the I, I think that if the election is allowed to happen, and I do say that literally if the election is allowed to happen and there's no very little or no cheating or stealing or election ballot fraud or any of this stuff that the GOP will take the house and the Senate I mean I'm I don't there's not a doubt in my mind and the reason is is look at the state of the world look at look at what's happening look at in, in look we got people out there Democrats that's great please listen to me Joe Biden came in the office and immediately signed 17 executive orders. Those 17 executive orders killed energy independence in the United States of America. Okay? What that meant is that we now had to source our oil and gas externally. To other from other countries and bring it in here, which also increases the price of them specifically because you have to ship it to this country. When we were getting it within this country at that point in time, this is why gas under Donald Trump was $1.45, $1.55, $1.65. Now you want to say that the raising gas prices are Trump's fault. You're absolutely absurd because it was the removal of those executive orders that did that by Joe Biden specifically. Secondly, the dismal economy. Well, that's Trump's fault too. Really? How? We had one of the largest stock market crashes in March of 2020 during the pandemic. We brought that back to a V shaped recovery. Remember, V shaped recovery, V shaped recovery. Okay, that was Donald Trump who brought it to a V shaped recovery. And then when Joe Biden came in, that V shaped recovery goes progressively downward. Why? Because of radicalized government spending hyperinflation hitting the market because of what the federal reserve is doing with quantitative easing the increasing of the the national debt and then what you have is the supply chain crises which is happening globally we were living on a um an overabundance from the pandemic that happened afterwards when we had the supply chains all kind of bundled up and we were living off the supply but we didn't have much production to go and fill that in. and then we had a lot of kind of weather events. We had droughts, we had floods, we had earthquakes, hurricanes, all these types of things, which wrecked uh, all the harvest. Well, hmm, isn't that interesting? Not only information warfare here, we're talking about weather warfare. But when we start looking at all this, all this happened under Biden. So I want people to understand that. And then the border wall, I mean, you know, look, I'm okay for immigrants to come to this country. I have no problem with immigrants coming to this country. I love immigrants in this country. My family, most of my family was an immigrant were immigrants into this country, okay? I have no problem whatsoever with people legally coming to this country, whether it's asylum or through immigration, right? No yeah. problem at all. But when you come into this country legally, that's a violation of federal law. Illegally, yeah. Yeah, illegally. When you cross over that border, if, you know what happens if you go up to Canada and you walk across the border? <laughs> they round you up. The, prosecute the, you the Mounties send you back. bat you. The Mounties ride up on horses and go, what? <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing here, mannequin? With their bulgy eyes and their floppy mouth, right?
0: <laughs> we love you, Canada.
1: <laughs> we love you, Canada. <laughs> oh hell, <hail> Canada. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm just joking. Um, exclusive election firm, Conak, that sent poll data to China donated all political cash to democrats and Joe biden of course they did of course they did so what they wow. did is they sent what 2.7 million poll workers in the united states data to china mm. pre-election hmm. well, that's interesting wow hmm. that's interesting w- wonder theory. what china would need with that information i mean like if you wanted to uh, coerce blackmail mm. or sway somebody with money to to cheat in an election to allow the dumping of massive amounts of ballots to turn a blind eye when a van pulls up and takes out bags of ballots easiest way to do it's right there hmm, look at that hush money hush money. oh and then to my lovely state of colorado here jenna what are you doing jenna Griswold? what 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 are you doing you criminal you freaking commie Colorado officials, inc- she's, it's funny, we're streaming on LinkedIn, and I think she's one of my LinkedIn connections, but that's okay. I'm sure Maybe LinkedIn will tag you. her and be like, you were just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado officials incorrectly sent out 30,000 voter registration postcards to non-citizens, and this was an accident quote, unquote, an accident. Uh, They accidentally sent 30,000 postcards last month to non-citizens instructing them on how they could register to vote. Although Colorado maintains that you have to have be 18 years of age and be a U.S. citizen to vote, you're going to have all these uh, people who are illegal immigrants. Basically, what they did is uh, the the DMVs here issue non-resident driver's licenses. And so illegal aliens can get these driver's licenses if they have a a good driver's license. and, And that's okay, right? But, you know, it would be great for the state to step in and say, hey, look, you know, you're here illegally. Uh, th- this is what we're going to do, right? Different license, a green well, license. He- here's an, here's an asylum application. This is what you need to do. This is the process. Here's your tax ID, right? Like, D- DMV can handle that traffic, okay? But you won't see that. Um, but you'll get you're these people to- registering the vote. and When they register the vote, dude, there's nothing in there. All they have to do is click that box, U.S. citizen. There's nothing that validates that. And guess what? They'll have a Colorado driver's license, so it doesn't really matter at that point. So she, uh, she, she must see that there's thirty thousand votes needed to win Colorado for her.
0: <laughs> Dude, this is gross.
1: It is gross. Oh
0: Lord, what a mess! How are you, you? How are they even ever going to sort that out? That's like a pretty good way to cheat,
1: actually. Well, what it is. Is you have to be uh, more vigilant at the voter registration places. That's really what that comes out to. Unless they're going online and they just click some boxes and say, I'm done.
0: Yeah, dude, they're mm-hmm. going to cheat hard if there's an election.
1: Yep. Men who identify as women still required to sign up for the draft under the Biden administration. Isn't that... You know, hold on, hold on. I thought the Biden administration, the administration put into play by the LGBTQ community. So... If you have a a trans woman, okay, why does that trans woman have to serve their civil service? Because they bullshit. they don't identify as a male.
0: Because it's a scam. It's a bullshit scam. That's con- they uh, when it's convenient for them, they utilize it. When it's not, they don't.
1: Ooh, they oh. Well said. Well said. That was the key right there if you heard it. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, moderate, independent. That was it right there. It is when they need it, they use it. Like the black vote. When they need it, they use it. Other than that, eh, get away.
0: They're so racist, dude. And, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: A few announcements tonight. We'll jump into the announcements real quick. Uh, We have the battle of the streams going on. We already have it kicking off here. Um, Battle of Streams is how you can support us here at the Red Pill Project. We are alternative media. This is what we do for a living. And we are 100% user funded. And so you guys are absolutely just amazing in how you guys support us here. Uh, Vader369 gifted a phone. Ring, ring. Hello. All I'm offering is the truth. That's right, Vader369. All we offer here is the truth gump gump my favorite truthers one dollar well thank you so much gump yay donated three ice cream thank you so much yay texas bear 77 gifted a phone thank you both thank you so much texas bear and two cookies thank you so much Texas Bear. karen harris seven gifted a cookie and we got the the boom american flag the one in the frog it's raining frogs around here The they're turning the frogs day right oh, i can't <laughs> do it anymore my Balloons are different. Texas Bear 77 gifted a cookie extraterrestrials will stop nuclear war. We know that no matter what. You know what? I, I actually think that that's a pretty good assessment. I was thinking um, that today myself. I, I think that that's a really good possibility, too. I, and you know what? I hope they do. I really hope they do. Um. So thank you, all of you guys who have donated. Much appreciated all of that. As well as announcement, we do have the After Dark chat tonight. This is Tuesday. Um, I will be on for one hour from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 11 p.m. Eastern to midnight Eastern. Um, I got to get to bed early. I am driving to Minnesota again. Vince will be doing the show tomorrow night, um, so please give him your support. But if you want to do a live Q&A with myself, um, you can go on over to socialredpill.com. I'll be there. Vince will be there. We'll have a whole bunch of people. Usually about 40, uh, 30 to 40 people been showing up, which is good. It's a good turnout. So 30 to 40 pe- people on that aftertark Zoom, we can talk about all different types of topics. You get to ask your questions. Um, and yeah, you ask me anything. So it's pretty cool. So you guys can get that at socialredpill.com. Uh, that's where we'll be at. And if you want to support us, there are subscriptions available over there. Um, as well as the other, other thing, we've been talking about the Dark Delight Show. So this is a radio show that I do in the morning on WYSL, 1040 AM, uh, 92.4 FM in the, the Western New York region. Now, um, we, we post it on our Podbeam channel, which gets distributed to Apple and, and Google and Spotify and all these places. Now, we're trying to figure out a way to kind of boost this show uh, because airtime is expensive. To get on the radio, it's not really cheap. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do is we have a locals community on our Rumble page. And so we've set up a local community. There's nothing in there yet. And if you want to go sign up now, cool, great. I appreciate you. Um, You can find that at the bottom of our Rumble page. Um, But what we're going to start doing there is kind of like creative content and stuff like that. So the Dark Delight Show will be streamed there um, daily, probably starting when I get back from Minnesota next week. Okay. And so that's the only place to catch the live stream of the Dark Delight Show. It is going to be a subscription. The Catch the Dark the Light show live, but if you don't want to pay the subscription, that's fine. Go to Podbean and and you can get the download for free. Um, just the video version of it with the graphics on the TV and all that stuff will be on there. I just got to figure out how to use it. So I'm new to local. You can stream through there. I'm going to try to get Streamyard all set up. I have to do a, a dual pass. I have to have two laptops because I'm I'm on uh, another uh, system that operates for the radio. So
0: it's a fun show, man. You have Kirk Elliott on there once in a while. Yep, usually scheduled is to come on
1: so i i'm not doing the show tomorrow morning and so he was scheduled to come on but okay. we had a uh, delay him uh he'll be i on love
0: to next week. i love that format because you take calls and it's kind of it's just a different flavor of your show of what you do uh it's enjoyable so you guys if you haven't listened to it check it out
1: yeah it, and so it, it's different than this show because i'll tell you sometimes it, it's early morning and there's not a lot of news that carries over and um I will just, honestly, you'll probably see this on the live stream. I close my eyes and I just follow a rabbit hole and I'll just go deep into it. I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll say what I want. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. And, and we got a really big following in Western New York. It's really good. And I know there's some people there from here. Um, and, and it's a really great show. It's one of the top shows on the radio station. Um. So, yeah. It's it's a great show, and I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm really excited to do it live for kind of like that select audience. So that's gonna be really cool. We'll have a lot of fun, and potentially even stay after on the live stream after the radio show ends, and Ooh. you know do it, maybe a Q and A on the uh, the locals community there. So there's a lot of potential here of what we can do with that. We're trying to figure it out in the sense of how it's going to work as the locals community. I mean, there's um, I, I didn't even see an option for the free community, but so anyways, we're checking that out check out our i mean if just make sure you subscribe to our rumble you'll be getting updates or subscribe to redpills.tv you can get more updates on that okay dude this was funny what's this a senior member of the state duma russia's parliament said that any u.s states that want to break away from the country and instead join the russia will be considered
0: yes this is interesting it's an interesting wrench thrown into things and i think this is so this is purely to stir the pot i don't know oh, that any states would do this but I think they'd concede
1: and become their own thing before this, but it's funny. I look at it like this. I look at it like this. Um, Vladimir Putin is a quintessential dictator. Okay? No doubt. He is. I mean, it doesn't mean he's a bad dictator, it doesn't mean he's an asshole. I mean, he kills his opposition. Um, He sees deep state infiltration into his country. He's probably going to kill you. Um, he, He runs the crime syndicate within Russia. Um, he is former KGB holdover, right? There's yeah. actually a photo out there. You ever seen the photo of him as the KGB agent in America, right in, like two feet away from Reagan?
0: No. That's a real I no that, idea. That was
1: Putin. And so the dude's a badass. I mean, the dude's <laughs> no a badass. Way. But it doesn't mean that he's a good dude or he runs his country great. Right? <laughs> a lot of Russians don't agree with what's happening in Russia right now. They don't agree with Putin, and they don't like Putin. So, mm-hmm. why would we want to go from one dictator to another? Right? That, that's kind of my thoughts, is why go from one dictator to another? But it's, yeah, it's interesting. I think it was just meant to stir up the pot, and I think you're right on that.
0: Yeah, it would be a sad day to where, to get any freedom, we have to go under another dictator's rule.
1: Yeah? Always any impossible. type
0: of That's not real. I don't think.
1: Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Lawsuit alleging government collusion with social media companies to censor speech expands. Officials from the White House, Centers for Disease Control and FBI and 11 other federal agencies are being added to the lawsuit alleging collusion with social media companies to censor speech. Uh, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jay Landry announced Monday that filing of the 164-page sec- page, second amended complaint against 47 additional defendants, bringing the total to 67. The two announced their plan to file a motion requesting the court to allow them to take depositions of the defendants. Uh, Schmidt and Landry filed a preliminary injunction in the lawsuit against President Joe Biden and other officials earlier this year. year. The motion argued social media platforms are equivalent to the public square from decades ago, and this is actually from a Supreme court ruling. Okay. So they are absolutely right here. And basically what happened for everybody out there is we had the, uh, the disinformation governance board, all these different types of things that came about, but before these actually came out, we had collusion with social media giants and the white house, the administrations, the FBI, the DOJ to where what they would do is go out there and they would actually do keyword searches within your direct messages and within your comments. On profiles and then they would send those if they thought they were radical pertaining to the t- stolen twenty twenty election or Russia Ukraine or COVID or whatever it might be and then they send that to the FBI the White House and so forth and then wait for them to come back and say okay delete that person or suspend that person well here's the problem it was all Republicans it was all GOP there was no Democrats at all and so that's political weaponization um, that's fascism if you want to look mm-hmm. at it like that um,
0: <laughs> as the Democrats are burning cities down and organizing terrorist
1: acts yep my god all right we didn't see this one coming but it happened empowering the deep state biden secretly signs executive order unleashing the u.s surveillance state on americans president joe biden's handlers quietly had him sign an executive order late friday evening when no one was looking that demolishes what the left of what's left of america's constitutional protections against unauthorized government intrusion into their lives Biden's order repeals restrictions placed upon signals intelligence collection, that is electronic spine, that were actually put in place by his former running mate, Barack Obama. And as is typical with Democrats, the language of the order is completely contradictory to what the order actually does. The executive order of October 7, 2022, Enhancing Safeguards for the United States Signals Intelligence Activities establishes enhanced safeguards for United States Signals Intelligence Activities that supersede the safeguards for personal information collected through Signals Intelligence established by Presidential Policy Directive 28 uh, on January 17, 2014. And there are no enhanced safeguards. Rather, the guardrails have been removed. The collection of signals intelligence shall be authorized by statute of or executive order proclamation or other presidential directive undertaken in accordance with the Constitution of applicable statutes, executive orders, proclamations, presidential directives. Privacy and civil similarities shall be integral considerations in the planning of U.S. signals intelligence activities. The United States shall not collect signals intelligence for the purposes of suppressing or burdening criticism or dissent. Bullshit. <laughs> it's literally what we just talked about with social media companies. Yes. Or for disadvantaging persons based on S&E race, gender, sexual orientation, or religion, or it should say here, political alignment. Signals intelligence shall be collected exclusively where it is a foreign intelligence or counterintelligence purpose to support national or departmental missions and not for any other purposes. Emphasis added. Now this is, gets interesting because it's illegal for the intelligence committee or intelligence community to spy on you electronically or whatnot. Even though they do, yeah. And so this is a this is a mass violation of your Fourth Amendment rights. That's exactly what that is. And you know what? We have to protect and defend the Constitution. That's that's the truth of the matter. I don't, I don't care what your political affiliation. is. You got to support and defend the Constitution. And if you, well, the Constitution's outdated, you go to another country with an updated one. Right? Like hmm. find one you like and then go there. We have this one. We like it here. Um, and and this is the contract that gives the people the power in this country and if people don't understand how the difference between a, a capitalistic uh, democratic republic operate a constitutional republic operate versus a socialist or communist type of government right with a totalitarian governmental structure you' you're fooling yourself and I invite anybody on I'll talk all day long let's do it all right. Well, we we got some stuff going on in the Facebook chat. Oh, what
0: happened? What happened?
1: Um, try harder not to use color words to label people. We need to abolish race. Um, I disagree. I I think that uh, whether you're black or white or Hispanic or Asian or whatever, I think people take pride in mm-hmm. their their skin color, in their culture, in their heritage, um, and I think that. Uh, you know diversifying people based upon race you know or just kind of throwing them all into one lump i can understand that um but i think that we should uh, also you know look at each other yeah we're all human beings we all look different we're all unique unto each other and my skin color shouldn't matter in the determination of that absolutely not no. and i think you're talking about my comments before and what i was doing is i was pertaining to an article specifically um I don't look at people based upon race. I'm like, you know, I I go by uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. I judge them upon the content of their character. Right. You want to be an asshole. I don't care what your skin color is. You're just an ass.
0: And if you're a great person, you're a great person. Right. It's just people are people. Regardless of their skin color. And it's not racist to say, Hey Vince, you're a little uh, brown. You know, where's, where's, where's your bloodline go? I'm like, Oh yeah, I am. I'm, Mexican and Italian and native. Thanks for noticing. I don't give a shit. Oh, hey, my black friend, uh, Ted, said that, you know, he thinks that X, Y, Z. That's okay, too. It's okay to say people's races and
1: yeah. it's not. I mean, I'm I pasty white. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Been this way my whole life. Pasty yeah, white. I don't okay. get
0: it, dude. The racism thing is just out of control in this country. And it's part of the psychological warfare everybody against each other
1: and, and yeah. i don't mean to offend karen out there who is making a comment which she believes in, and that's fine okay I, i'm just offering a different perspective and i know it's a white guy offered a perspective and if you look at it in that way that's racist right i'm a human being i'm just saying is that i know people of all different walks of life colors cultures everything and we don't go up and i don't go up like what's up man how you doing Per your skin color. I, I, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. We talk to each other like human beings and we don't identify people as their skin colors. So why was yeah. I doing that there? Because that's what the article in the content was about. But yeah, yeah in, in I don't know. I, it's not the way I, I work or operate. I grew up in a, a small town with all types of people and I love them. They're, they're great human beings. That's what we are. And, and I like her perspective, though, is that we should eliminate. And I think maybe it was kind of uh, said wrong. Well. Maybe maybe we, maybe we just tweak it a little bit. Is that we have to eliminate the ideology of race that that race itself should be segregated and bad, and that we should identify people based upon race. I I, I understand where she's coming from on that. Yeah. In the sense think... of how the Democrats or the radical left utilize race in a segregatory fashion for political bias. Okay. That I understand that completely. Okay. Yeah. Or, Not or
0: things, that are things, or I think kind of, uh, when people are like all black people are this way and all white people are this way. That's stupid.
1: That's right. Uh, I, yeah. Stereotyping people just yeah. because of their skin color. That's racist.
0: That's racist. Get rid of it. I agree with that. If that's what yep. you're talking about.
1: And then right. tightening monetary policy, impact, the impact of, uh, COVID in China and the slowdown in Chinese growth, and um, with high inflation and tightening monetary policy in many advanced countries, um, emerging markets from really all of these factors are suffering um, many stresses. So there's a lot to talk about. But from the perspective of the United States, I think the United States is doing very well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this this lady, dude, she's I'm terrible.
1: too old to think. I, I, Joe Biden's dementia must have rubbed off on me. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so I think America is doing pretty well. Let's listen to this next video, okay? Gains, right? Let's listen to this next video, and, and let's gauge this. Of course, it's not going to play now. It's. It, do you guys just see it circling? Of course.
2: This, this is the reality of
1: live shows. The reality yeah. of live shows. We don't get to cut and retake. America, so Bank of America issues this warning saying that sometime not too far from now, I guess next calendar year. Yeah. We're seeing job gains right now, but they say we can see right. job losses of 175,000 so, jobs a month.
0: Let's show, I have this annual jobs growth chart that I think is really amazing. It shows you, we've already got 3.8 million jobs out of this year. That's monster job creation the past couple of years, and that is- in and of itself, inflationary. What what Bank of America and others are saying is that number is going to slow dramatically because of the Fed's huge interest rate increases. And you're going to see the jobless rate rise, I think B of A says, to 5.5% next year. It's at 3.5% right now, which is very, very low. I think the Fed's own target for the jobless rate next year is 4.4%. So Bank of America is saying there's going to be job loss associated with all these Fed interest rate
1: hikes. Yeah. So Joe Biden, we created 240,000 new jobs last quarter. Yeah, but how many people lost their jobs? What are the quality of those jobs? Are those McDonald's and Wendy's and just, you know, server jobs, those types of jobs? Nothing against people who work there. Or are these technical jobs, engineering jobs, these types of things? And that's the real key to look at is what is the salary base? Are these people coming in at minimum wage? Or are they coming in at, you know, $200,000 a year salary? And when you do that di- distribution of those numbers that Joe Biden presents, you find out it's like a 95 to 5 split. Yeah, it's bad.
0: And they're they're counting the jobs that were recovered after the V-shaped recovery, mm-hmm. after everybody lost their jobs and was getting back on their feet. That they're like, oh, it was fantastic. Pretty much Trump's leftovers, the way I look at it, at least. And things are about to get bad, dude. The mainstream fake news media is following this type of narrative now. That should scare the shit out of people. Not to be a fear monger or anything or yep. cause panic, but the narrative's changing on this level.
1: Well, listen, Pay attention. these next few stories are going to basically kick it home. Bank of England intervenes in bond market again, warns of material risk to UK financial stability. Dysfunction in this market in the prospect of self-reinforcing fire sale dynamics. Pose a material risk to the UK financial stability," said the Bank of England. Fire sale, hmm, hmm, firestorm, fire sale. The move marks the second expansion of the central bank's extraordinary rescue package in the many days after it increased the limit for its daily gilt purchases on Monday ahead of the planned end of the purchase scheme, and so. What this means is that uh, we already know the EU is in a depression right now, or a a recession right now, heading towards a depression. They have massive supply chain problems. They have massive um, attacks on their infrastructure from energy because of what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. And uh, this is only going to get worse in Europe. Now, how does that affect us? It affects us greatly, because what else do we have here? And this one's good. Nobody has traded the 10-year Japanese government bonds for three days. No trades, none, were reported overnight. The benchmark 10-year Japanese government bond for the third straight day. This is the longest such occurrence since 1999 when it became the benchmark. The trading values in the JGBs have dried up over the years as the Bank of Japan scooped up sizable chunks of the debt to keep a cap on yields now holding just shy of 50% in all JGBs. Uh, and, and there's really no return to be made on these things. And this is one of the reasons they don't do it. And this, the, the government the one that buys it all up and utilizes the funded money to go out there and buy U.S. treasuries. So these are indications. These are signs that these types of things are coming. Uh, PayPal. PayPal stock hmm. has plummeted. 66% lost $9.5 over the past year.
0: Yeah, especially uh, the last few weeks have been pretty detrimental to their yep. operation. It would be hilarious to see them go out of business.
1: Does it would that be mean to say. Well, I don't think they're going to go out of business. They're, <laughs> okay. they're a little too big. They're too big to fail, right? They'll okay. get government compensation before that happens. But I think that they uh, are probably going to reduce some jobs.
0: Oh yeah, probably. I think all these big companies will, yep. Facebook. Well, they um, came out and
1: said that in June that they that, that by the end of the year, by the end of the fiscal year, they're going to be re- you know, reducing the manpower. Because if you have the retail market declining, if people aren't going out there and spending money. They're, they're keeping saving money and hoarding money because the interest rates are too high um, and, and tax rates are enormous and inflation is way too high. And people aren't out there spending Then there's not much production that's really needed. And so they don't need the workforce or the man force because you have rising inflation prices. You have a decrease in demand. And so you don't need a large supply. Man.
0: Perfect storm.
1: That's right. Pfizer director admits vaccine never tested on preventing transmission during um, a European Union hearing, contrary to previous claims. So during the COVID-19 EU hearing, Pfizer's president of international developed markets, John Janine Small, admitted that the vaccine had never been tested on its own ability to prevent transmission, contrary to what was previously advertised, which is false advertising, by the way. Um, Robert Ruse... Uh, a politician from the Netherlands who is also a member of the European Parliament exposed the lie that people from all over the world had been led to believe. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what Dutch prime minister and health ministers told us. If you don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others, you do it for all the society. That's what they said. Today, it turned out to be complete nonsense. Roos said in his viral bombshell video posted on Twitter in the COVID hearing in the European parliament, one of the Pfizer's directors just admitted to me um, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. And so let's go ahead and listen to this. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch prime minister and health minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport. The COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Please watch the video until the end. So, we're not going to jump in there. That was a good summarization of it. But he's right. The COVID passports, the COVID vaccine passports that came about, this had nothing to do with your vaccination status and if you were protected, because you weren't protected. They never even studied that. They didn't even bring that, but they advertised it advertised it, didn't they? And uh, I'm not going to go too much into that, but let's listen to Dr. Ju, every, Dr. Drew. Everybody know Dr. Drew. Uh, let's listen to what Dr. Drew has to say about the vaccine. I have
2: an appointment to get the vaccine tomorrow. It's the Pfizer vaccine, but I, I can't care less whether it's Moderna or Pfizer. Yeah, just get it to me. <laughs> and I had a horrible reaction to the vaccine. I have a son that had a terrible reaction to it, and I'm really very, very concerned. And I did get the booster. Um Mm-hmm. Which I had double Pfizer and Moderna booster, um, mm-hmm. three weeks to the day of the fall. Is, is there no. anything that you've seen about time wise? Because uh, you know when I asked the doctors two to, about two that, they said, "Oh, normally." Okay, go ahead. Two to two to three weeks. Two to three weeks is where you see really? a lot of this stuff. I have a friend that got the booster. And he is dis- he got really destroyed by it. He still can't walk across the room. He's having all kinds of symptoms. There's a lot of funny stuff. Uh, we don't really know what it all is and where it's coming from, but it's still worth doing it. I'm not, I'm not at the point where I'm saying that it's, it's still worth the risk. Before these vaccines, myocarditis was a freaking medical emergency. First of all, rare. You rarely saw it. And if you saw it, that person is going into the hospital right now. Uh, they could yeah. die any second with an arrhythmia. They could end up with a cardiac transplant because of a cardiomyopathy. You don't know where you're going, and it is a serious medical emergency. And people yeah. talk about like, yeah, yeah, well, one in one, one in fifteen hundred, maybe one in three thousand myocardial no, well, So what? So what? Think about this spike protein, whether it is whether it's from the infection or from the from the vaccines that is doing some intravascular damage of some type. But what do you say?
1: Yeah, so. I, you know, not that I like to say I love this, Dude. but uh, if you're out there and you were a pro-vaxxer, told you so.
0: And Dr. Drew in 2020, I listened to a lot of his shows. Yeah. <clears throat> he was really on Dr. Fauci's stuff. Like, oh, I used to do Sucking work with Dr. Dick. Fauci. Yeah. He's so reliable, he's so smart, he's been doing this forever since AIDS, and come on. I worked with him back in this time and da, 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 da. Vaccine's great, make sure you get it. And I was like, I I didn't even want to watch your show his show anymore. I'm like, dude, you're too woke. He's still really woke.
1: He but, he's um, a liberal. One hundred percent a liberal. Definitely. And, which is okay. And, and, right, I, but this but, now they're awakening. Holy mackerel. Now they're waking up. Now they're starting to see the truth. What we've been saying for years. And how about this US big pharma partners with Chinese university tied to military and espionage efforts American pharmaceutical firms are partnering with Chinese universities including those with ties to the Beijing military and espionage efforts Bristol Myers Squibb one of America's largest pharmaceutical firms announced a partnership with the Chinese Communist Party controlled Tsinghua University to find drugs aimed at treating novel cancers and autoimmune disease. The Chinese University, however, has launched cyberattacks against the U.S. government and having a clear connection to the Chinese government on issues of technology and national security, according to the State Department. The school is an alma mater of regime leader Xi Jinping and a hosts a Marxist journalism school training the next generation of Chinese state-run media propagandists with assistance from The New York Times, CNN, and others. The Xinguah University has been flagged as very high risk for it, for the work it carries out to advance China's military. Oh yeah, let's just go on over there and give them U.S. medical technology that's in the private sector and just take that over to China and let them steal it and, and develop, uh, let's say, um, new bioweapons. Because every single part of that vaccine from Moderna, Pfizer, and j was made in China. Because it's a... Anyways,
0: maybe Ukraine.
1: Yep. COVID jabs are killing people, plain and simple, says investigator. When it comes to unsafety and ineffectiveness, Wuhan coronavirus vaccines, the data pretty much speaks for itself. On the very day the mRNA, messenger RNA shots became available in Australia. For instance, there was a massive, and we mean massive, spike in COVID and non-COVID excess fatality per week. Prior to that, excess deaths were much lower from week to leak. It was not until Operation Warp Speed was launched that the deaths started to roll in big time. Former New York Times science reporter Alex Berenson tweeted about this, stating plainly that COVID jabs are killing people, plain and simple. Best guess, they lead to about 10% rise in non-COVID mortality and no reduction in Omicron deaths. This is an Australian data, very clean, because the Aussies had no COVID vaccines before. Deaths are about 17% above normal in 2022. And he went ahead and posted this on his Twitter, as you guys can see here in this article. Um, Key statistics... We'll pull this up with the AL up. In 2022, there were 92,699 deaths that occurred by 30th of June and were registered by 31st of August, which is 13,542, 17.1% more than historical average. In June, there were 16,749 deaths, 2,410, 16.8% above, above historical average. Deaths due to COVID-19 increased in july when compared with may and june and i remember reporting on this during this time frame is that we had about that that three month window after the vaccines were administration distributed globally when the various database started kicking off adverse reactions and people started dying and they blamed it on covid and we were saying these were most likely vaccine injured people that were dying Um, but it seemed to be the people that were triple double triple quadruple vax boosted all these types of things so that was scary, man. Uh, it is scary. It is scary, but stay healthy, man. That's that's the best thing. So keep those fucking, keep those, uh, those pouchy ouchies out of your arm. Tulsi Gabbard says she's leaving the Democratic Party. And someone's going to probably critique me and say, You said it wrong. It's Gabbard or Garbert. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. I I want to know your thoughts on this, though.
1: Well, I think she's going to go independent. Green Party probably uh, be the the spokeswoman for the new third party rising independent party. Um, She's not I don't think she's going to sway towards the GOP unless she believes she can get Trump's endorsement, which she knows is a a gold ticket to get elected. Um, So potentially she could go down the route of uh, Trump. Who knows? Uh, Gabbard, 41 years old, served as Hawaii's 2nd Congressional District Representative from 2013 to 2021. She also served in the State House of Representatives in Honolulu City Council and is a U.S. Army Reserve Officer. Uh, She said today, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of the elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by radicalizing every issue and stoke anti-white racism, actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms enshrined in our Constitution, are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, demonize the people and protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, believe in open borders, weaponize the national security state, and go after political opponents, and all, above all, are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Spot on. That's, that
0: I, I, is spot on. I love that she I said that, but I am totally just... The way politics is, I'm looking from the outside. I'm just like, yep. what's the plan? What's, you know, what nefarious various things going on behind the scenes here? Because she is involved with the World Economic Forum and stuff. So I'm just, I'm so damaged. I think I need therapy after all this. Mm-hmm. I have trust issues.
1: So this is kind of an interesting article. I had some comments on something similar to this the other day. DOJ urges Supreme Court to stay out of the Mar-a-Lago document fight. The Justice Department urged the Supreme Court on Tuesday to reject former President Donald Trump's request that it intervene in the dispute over classified documents seen at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in August, calling the records extraordinarily sensitive. The Justice Department said the Supreme Court should let stand a federal appeals court order that blocked a special master's access over the records while legal challenges play out. As this court has emphasized, courts should be cautious before insisting upon an examination of records whose disclosure would jeopardize national security. So what, are the, what is the DOJ actually talking about there? The DOJ is telling the Supreme Court, please don't go in there and release these documents because they implicate us. Th- that's really what it is. Hey, don't don't go in there and do this because those documents implicate us and we're the ones that went in there and retrieved them so that we wouldn't get in trouble. Um, Here's the interesting thing about the Supreme Court, and I don't know people know this too well. And that there's a few theories, I think it was SGA non came out with a, a theory that the Supreme Court is going to uh, put, you know, cancel the elections and do a re-election at Donald Trump. I, I don't know about all that. He said he had a source that said that. I, I that's Sources, I want I want evidence from that source, right? Like if I say I know a target targeteer who says that that was a truck bomb, Trump, uh, a VBIEIB, a vehicle-borne improvised explosion device on the bridge in Crimea, then I want to go out there, I want to look at it, research it, look at the explosion, hear why they say that, and I did. And I believe them. But if I have a source that just tells me something, I don't necessarily believe it. Here's the key. The Supreme Court, as per the Constitution of the United States of America, has something known as original jurisdiction. They are the only court of the land, okay? All other appellate courts and and lower courts derive their, their court power through the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court can go out through any case and say, We're taking that. We're taking that. Mm -hmm. It's original jurisdiction. They have the ability to go out and take any case they want and bring it in. And so, this is a good possibility that Trump's going to get his wish. I think that, uh, I think that Judge Justice Roberts owes him. (laughs) So, maybe we'll see it happen. General Armageddon, who is the brutal Russian commander charged with winning the Ukraine war. I wouldn't mess with that dude in a black corner. Uh, just after midnight on August 21st, 1991, a column of armored personnel carriers manned by soldiers from the unit Russia's 2nd Guards Motor Rifle Division, a storied force known for the Taman Guards rumbled into central Moscow tunnel where it was met by protesters angered over the attempted coup against Soviet leader Mikhail Govershov. The protesters had barricaded the roads with buses and street cleaning vehicles and in the chaos that ensued three of them were killed. Ultimately the column retreated. The clash was the turning point in the coup which collapsed the next day. The man who commanded the unit was Sergei Surkowichkin, 24, a mid-ranking officer who was briefly arrested for his orders but later cleared. Surkowichkin, went on to a long career in Russia's military where he was repeatedly promoted and gained reputation for unallied brutality in Chechnya and more recently in Syria. On October 8th, President Vladimir Putin appointed a much decorated Sorovikin, who is now 56, as the overall commander of Russia's flagging war in Ukraine. Two days, two days later, Russia unleashed the largest barrage of missiles and airstrikes since the invasion in February, pushing the war into potentially even deadlier new phase. For Ukraine, I'd worry a lot about uh Soro absolutely unforgiving attitude to the enemy, seen as combatants and civilians alike. And his laser-like focus on achieving military progress, no matter the cost or the risk, says Charles Lister, who is the director of Syria program at the U.S.-based Middle East Institute. Um, and they're calling him, you know, General Armageddon, because he doesn't, he doesn't give two fucks. No fucks given with that guy. All right. Mad VLAD, Ukraine news latest. G7 will hold Putin to account. And Zelensky, Zelensky asked for air shield to prevent brutal, brutal missile um, attacks. Now, this is where it kind of gets interesting. So we're seeing the prelude to war, France to step up military deployments in Eastern Europe. We're seeing Eastern NATO allies call Russia's Ukraine strikes, war crimes. That gives NATO the ability to go in there because they're labeled as war crimes. A new era of air defense has begun. The IRIS Ts from uh, U, uh, from Germany are already here. U.S. NASAMs are coming. This is only the beginning. We need more. No doubt that Russia is a terrorist state. There is a moral imperative to protect the sky over in order to Russia. Okay, so... That goes back to this video that Zelensky's asking for an air shield. Well, they got their air shield right there. Boom. It's coming in from Germany and the United States. What was one of the consulates hit by the Russian missile strike? The
2: Germany. Germany
1: consulate. Okay. Now we're seeing why. Because Germany is the one of the strongest NATO nations in Central Europe with close proximity to Russia. is the forward um, staging area for the United States military. They are directly involved in the Azov Nazi battalions as well as in the administration of the 28 various biolabs that were performing genetically targeted bioweapons against the people in the eastern region of Ukraine, known as Lustash, Donbass, Crimea, so forth. And this is why those people have voted to leave Ukraine and join Russia. Now, these people legally voted to leave Ukraine. Ukraine doesn't want, we can't, Ukraine saying, no, you can't leave. Ukraine today did a whole bunch of airstrikes in South Russia, targeting energy infrastructure, with uh, leaving about two thousand people without power. Um, while Russia started its second barrage of missile strikes on Ukraine, basically knocking them back to the fucking ice age. <laughs> they're, they're demolishing them. Remember when I told you this? Yeah, Act russia came v- when really strong. Yeah, I remember they, I've been Russia's, saying that
0: Russia's. Saying things like, "Oh, we're really happy with our first missile strike. It was just perfectly executed, and we hit yep. all our targets." And it's like, oh, and the second one
1: did too, and the third uh, one's going to, and the fourth one's going to, and, and the fifth one's going to.
0: They came out and said, "If you don't stop, we're not stopping. We're actually going to keep raising the bar." This is a dangerous back and forth that they've found themselves in.
1: That that's exactly it. And you know, Ukraine Ukraine most likely is going to have to acquiesce or go to. The general discussion board, the U.N. Zelensky's Putin said, I'll go. Let's negotiate. And Zelensky said no. And Trump said he would moderate. So let's do it.
0: Putin said it again and again and again. I'm willing to talk about this, but Putin's Mm -hmm. this crazy warmongering, very Hitler-esque type to me.
1: Um, There was mm-hmm. news out there, of Elon Musk, how he came out against Ukraine and stuff like that, shut down Starlink. And apparently people are speculating that he talked to Putin. He said, I didn't talk to Putin. I don't have any connection to Putin. This is the largest defense contractor in the United States Department of Energy, Department of Defense, and intelligence agencies. He's not talking to Vladimir Putin on the fucking phone through text message.
0: Well, he said he talked to him a few months ago about space. Mm. That's it.
1: Probably contract. <laughs>
0: But he's like, not this. I talked to him a few months ago about space.
1: Yeah. <laughs> NATO to hold nuclear deterrence exercises this week as Russia rages at Ukraine. As well as we have uh, North Korea launching, oh, launching missile. Rocket man. Oh, oh, rocket man. Gary. So we have North Korea ramping it up. Um, and, and then getting into the, the Orwellian state here. Um, it, look, there's not much to say about uh, we know what NATO wants. They want to stop Russia. We know what Russia wants. They want to stop the Western globalism, which is cameo-fascist, technocratic, oligarchical, totalitarian. It's a new world order, and we don't want anything to do with it. No, of the people in the West want it either, and Russia's trying to stop it. And they're utilizing NATO forces and the United States military as their weapon of defense to basically shove their policies, regulations, and their new government down anybody's throats who don't want it. And Russia's pushing back, and China's pushing back. And two countries that I really don't care for in the sense of their political environment, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend. This was pretty interesting. Police are using DNA to generate 3D images of suspects they've never seen. Releasing one of these Parabon images to the public like the Edmonton police did recently in dangerous and irresponsible, especially when that image implicates a black person and an immigrant. The problem oh, is... It's racist. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very racist. So... <laughs> the Edmonton Police Service shared a computer-generated image of a sus- suspect they created with DNA f- uh, phenotyping, which it used for the first time in hopes of identifying a subject from 2019 sexual assault case. The using DNA evidence from the case, a company called Paraben Nano Labs created the image of a young black man. The comp- composite image did not factor in the suspect's, subject's age, body mass index, or environmental factors, such as facial hair, tattoos, scars, The EPS then released this image to the public, both on its website and social media platforms, including its Twitter, claiming it to be the last resort after all investigation avenues have been exhausted. The problem is, is there's no level of accuracy until you actually utilize one of these things to generate an actual facial image. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's test cases, but.
0: Yeah, I would love to see the quality analysis of these generations Mm -hmm. of images of people based on their DNA.
1: Agreed. More soldiers are leaving the Army National Guard at a faster rate than they are enlisting. That is not good for the United States military because people are seeing through the bullshit. They don't want to get vaccinated. They don't want to, you know, be basically the the boot on the neck with uh, the political shit that's happening in this world. So... Interesting time to be alive, man. We've talked about this, that they wanted to deplete our military here in the United States of America because that's the only way that you could bring the United States of America down. And this is exactly what they've done. We have a mass exodus out of the military. Recruiting numbers are down over 50% uh, over the last two years. Um, That's not a good thing. So uh, very, very sad state of affairs for the world. But you know what? That's okay because you know what? We are prepared here. We get each other. We understand what's happening. We understand how it's unfolding. We're ready. We're financially getting ready. We're buying gold and silver through Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. We're, we're out there. We're, we're, we're doing the work that needs to be done spreading the truth. We're, we're the digital warriors. We're out there getting this information to the world and waking people up. And now we're seeing people on the left beginning to wake up. And I'm telling you, that is going to massively expand. And that you're gonna start seeing people on the left start going, man, we're saying the same thing. I'm like, yeah, we're saying the same thing. They'd be like, damn, mm-hmm. let's do a show together, right? Like, that's it, gonna happen. Um, Led donated six ice cream. Thank you so much, Ali. Texas Bear seventy seven gets it a can. Thank you so much, Texas Bear. Yay, donated one diamond that crossed my mind today. UAP intervention. I agree. Yay, that the. I think if nukes are launched, that we will have some type of. Uh, extraterrestrial interdimensional or some type of interaction thank you so much for that darlin mel gifted a can thank you josh and vince thank you so much Darlin' Mel. texas bear 77 gifted a can thank you so much texas bear uh me brenda gifted five one month subscriptions to users in the channel thank you so much me brenda you're much appreciated dna af vet just donated one diamond where we go one, we go all. Thank you so much, DNA AF Vet, Texas Bear seventy-seven gifted a cookie. I was shot in the head fifteen years ago. No vax. I'm still alive for a reason. Awesome, Texas Bear. Well, you know what? Congratulations to you for being a survivor. And and you know what? Our prayers go out to you. That uh, that everything is well with you. So much appreciated. Gump a dollar. She's a part of the world economic Forum. Yes, she is. I know she is. Uh, that is Tulsi Gabbard. Patriotic Pisces just donated one diamond a diamond. Thank you so much, Patriotic Pisces. X Grits X donated two ice cream. Thank you so much. X Grits X Archie RPG 3573 donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. Uh who do we have Mizzo! WHO has real gold buried out back. What about you? <laughs> um, and they donated one ice cream. Thank you so much for that. So Meow Meow Time just donated two ice creams. And Raja D gifted eight cookies. So much. Thank you, Meow Meow Time and Raja D. And, you know, um, it, it's about Meow That Time, right? <laughs>
0: it's about that time, Meow.
1: <laughs> All right, so, guys, we're going to go to the After Dark chat in one hour and 20 minutes from now on the SocialRedPill.com. That's a live Q&A through Zoom. The link will be posted in the main chat feed. All you have to do is sign up, and you'll see that pop up in the main chat feed uh, probably about 10 minutes before the time, which is 9 p.m. Mountain, 11 p.m. Eastern. If you want to join in on the q and i just a warning. I'm only going to be out there for an hour today, uh, but you guys are more than welcome to, to stay out there as long as you want. I do have to get to bed. I have a few chores I have to do before that happens. But uh, we're going to just end the show a little bit early tonight. Uh, there wasn't much in the news day, and I think we we said all we wanted to say. So much love, respect. God bless. Who uh, who won the Battle of the streams?
0: Looks like uh, Pilled and Vader with the shades at the last minute there. Thank you, Vader. Pilled, Thank you so much, Vader. Yeah, Pilled took the win. Thank you, guys.
1: You guys are awesome. Much appreciated, guys. You guys take care. Don't forget to visit us at redpills.tv. Subscribe over there, and if you are watching and you're watching, not subscribed hit that subscribe button hit that little plus button that love button that heart button that thumbs up button whatever you can do and comment have a great night we'll see you guys tomorrow